I would hope so. Like this has been like a football game going back and forth, back and forth for quite a number of years now. And while back in 2009, when we lost our a and Ennis was downgraded, um, it was it was a financial decision. It had nothing. They say it was a clinical decision, but it wasn't. We were in the middle of a recession, right? There was two reports that came out, the Henley report and the Hickra report. Both of them damned Ennis and both of them gave recommendations. Difference is Henley recommended investment in Ennis. Hikwa didn't. So they went with the one that wasn't going to cost money. And they, so we're being left to suffer since. Um, something has to be done. It's no longer, there's so much money has been invested in UHL. We were promised the center of excellence that to this day has never materialized. So if with all the money that has been invested, why are 458 patients in three days on trolleys. That shouldn't be happening with the money that's been invested. Deirdre, we spoke to the INMO on Wednesday in light of the record overcrowding and uh, the assistant director of the INMO and the the Midwest uh, representative, Mary Fogarty, told us that she wasn't confident that the increased capacity that's due to come on stream with the additional 96 bed block would actually solve the overcrowding problem as there's a lot of issues there with management of patient flow as well. So when you hear that, does that fill you with concern as well I can speak from my own experience I have had my husband in hospital numerous times in the last 12 months Um, my husband actually was a quality control manager right? so sitting in hospital for 14 weeks he could tell you straight away that what the problem is is there's a lack of communication between departments okay Um, you also have a computer system that is so out of date he was someone told him it was 20 years out of date and he could turn around and tell them that it was 30 to 40 years out of date because when he worked in Saudi Arabia, um, King Fayed Hospital had the best computer system going, which ironically was supplied by Digitech in Galway and maintained. So like it's all communications. Now, since I can tell you my own experience where I have I'm still waiting for a meeting with the people that were letting him out for home care and all this type of thing. He's out since October and I still haven't had that home, that family meeting with him. So there's no communication. The communication between departments is non-existent. It's basically like, that's not my job. So I'm not doing it. Um, I do agree with Mary Fogarty that 96 beds is not going to solve the overcrowding in Limerick because I believe that um, it, I, it's actually only 46 beds because it's replacing Nightingale beds, I believe. It, it is, yes. Yeah. So then that's not 96 beds. I'm sorry. You tell us you're giving us 96 beds. I want 96 beds not 46 beds. And of course, a second 96 bed block is due to come on stream in 2027, but still, it, it, it is the same concerns for the INMO uh, that there are other issues at play. But uh, dear, another part of your... So another... when are that, that second batch of beds, when are they due to come online? 
2025 for the first batch and 2027 uh, for, for, for the second. But, but so it, how many people are going to be on trolleys in those, you're talking three more years? So how many more people are going to be on trolleys in those three years? On a daily basis, they have not improved. In the last 12 months, the numbers have risen. They have not fallen. Even in the summer months, when you expect the numbers to fall, they haven't. They have they've been constant. So our population has increased as well because we have refugees in and all that. That has to be taken into account. Now, Ennis, for me and for our group, is the only option. Ennis is opening any other A&E. It's no good to the people of Clare, especially where I live. I live in Kilrush and there's another 26 miles behind me. That's no good. If you look at what we sent to the Oireachtas members, there's three maps. The third map shows you how outside the 45, 42 minute call time for ambulances we are. When Ennis Hospital closed, we were um, the golden hour was driven home. Oh, the golden hour, it was so important. We haven't heard about the golden hour in a long, long while, right? But that golden hour still exists. And if you're back in Loophead or Carrigold, you have an ambulance won't get to you in 45 minutes, let alone bring you back into UHL. But dear Jeff, I can just move to another component of your letter. It's that you're also hoping to see the management of the UL Hospitals Group brought before uh, an Oireachtas committee to explain why an increase in investment hasn't led to a decrease uh, in the numbers of people waiting on trolleys. What are you hoping this could achieve? Accountability. If there's money invested and it's not working for what it was invested for, then you you are accountable for why it isn't and what is the problem that that money isn't working. You asked for the investment, you were given the investment. Why isn't it working? Were your figures wrong? Were you wrong? Or is it down to bad management? And outside of accountability, are you hoping that this could bring about a change in the management structure? I would hope so. I would... Um, I would hope that there would be a vote of no no confidence in UHL management and then that the minister would act accordingly. Deirdre, of course, it's far from the first time that any campaign group, that any large group of protesters has called for the reinstatement of services (coughs) at Ennis or, bless you, or has cited their concerns with operations at UHL. I mean, we've, we've had protests going on for years. Is there a part of you that's, that's I mean, that feels like this could yet again fall on deaf ears? No. I think, okay, I have seen the protests, I've attended protests over the years. They've, um, some have had good numbers, some have had bad numbers. Um, some, I think the people are the ones when you have bad numbers, I think people just feel dejected and that they have been told by powers that be that it's a done deal and it's not going to turn. But you know, we're in an election year. 
and your voice is your vote and your vote is your voice and you need to use it and it's time that we're saying back here it's it enough that's enough there's to be no more people suffering on trolleys like as i said my own husband was in he was on a trolley like the last time he was in was christmas week and when i went down they asked me was i at the right hospital was I sure he was there? And I was after talking to him. So like, as I said again, it's down to communication. There is no communication, but there is also no accountability. And I think management has to become accountable. 